This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So Geno Smith, as, as we have it there on the um, on the graphic, 23 for 34, 212 yards, two touchdowns, 104 pass rating. I don't have his QBR offhand. I can get that, though. Um, but um, like you said, he had some – there were some drops. I mean, he played better than that stat line. Um, they, they were um, three for 13 – on third downs. And I think that some of the, the drops or the opportunities that they squandered were on third downs, weren't they? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And also, you know, if, if when you get to the red zone numbers, but also in the red zone, it's sort of stalled out right? because they missed the opportunities fire. And you know. the other stat of importance were the, um, the sacks, three sacks, which isn't, an egregious number but not a great number either but i believe all three of them came in the first half right um and you know you had austin blythe out for quite a bit of time and of Mm -hmm. course uh don wink quote unquote martindale is notorious for his pressure and blitz packages right and i think two of them were unblocked right so yes and and um i think neither of them were on geno smith in terms of you know you go re- review the film and you go oh quarterback you you need to throw hot off this but you can as a quarterback point out hey this guy's coming to let your running back 100 percent know you can also get to the line of scrimmage quicker which isn't just on the quarterbacks on the play cooler and they, they did feel they were snapping it at one a lot which wasn't the case of undressing blitzes mm. but it was more the case of we're taking a bit too long and um but yeah, I mean, really, the Travis Homer, like Mark Sanchez, I thought did a good job again in yeah. the booth and yeah, like, just did. sort of explaining football succinctly and accurately and in the moment. And he put that on Homer, and it, I mean, it looked like it was on Homer, right? Like he's not even looking yeah. there. The guy did a good job disguising as those in man coverage. 
Then he comes along and, oh dear, um, Gino gets whacked. Right. Did well to hold on to that football. Yeah, he did. And the fact that they didn't give any sacks up in the second half kind of demonstrates their, the adjustments they made um, and the ability to stay organized for it. So, um, yeah, this offense is – they've had complete games for sure. But they definitely – if they have – in the games where they've been kind of lopsided, you know, at first it was they come out the gate hot and then they have poor second halves. But the fact that they can bounce back after a rough first half – you know, like the the Cardinals game, then this ways game. To win. Yeah, I mean, like they've got fight in them, and they're they're not a one trick or two trick pony. They've got multiple tricks um, that they've trained their pony Gallops to be able and to execute. And, Gallops, uh, canters, um, other equestrian moves. Which I, we again, if if, if if any of our the equestrian sect of our audience wants to chime in with some more details mm. on the types of um, gates from horse related species factions sect portions Not a lobby i'm feeling a bit of pressure personally um yeah yeah okay so the the other uncharacteristic uh, well, not well. Very uncharacteristic errors from this person, but the kind of weird funk of the offense was Tyler Lockett's game until his touchdown catch, which was excellent, and that's a sublime drive that I'd like to speak to. But while we're on the topic of errors, Lockett fumbles it um, in a really weird way, sort of like he was a. I mean, he's been uh, trying to protect himself from contact for a while, and he's sort of in the, going into his usual sort of cradle position as he was tackled, and the ball comes loose, gives up the ball at the two-yard line. To that point, the Seahawks defense had basically been pitching a shutout, and unfortunately, that removed the shutout because, you know, two-yard line's tough to get the stop, mm-hmm. right? Right, for sure. And so that sucked. <laughs> And then Lockett has the the drop touchdown where... For the record, I agree that it sucked. <laughs> wow. B- bold, bold cutting opinions here. Yes. Um, and then he has the drop touchdown, which, again, that sucked too. D- Griff, are you in agreement there? Yep. Phew. Yep. Keep going, Phew. yeah. It would be really bad if we fell out live. Um, yes, and then, and then he redeems himself. But, yeah, the offense was sort of getting in his way. But... Should we talk about a redemption? Because that was one heck of a drive. And I, I tweet, I said earlier in the game, I'll stop saying that I tweeted, but you can follow me on Twitter at Matty F. Brown. You can follow Griffin on Twitter at C Mike's Spin Move. I tweeted earlier in the game. It was weird how they were kind of running um, so much on early downs. I'm interested to see how that shakes out. Now, over the whole season, of course, they've been like 60% um, in neutral situations early down pass rate, correct? Yeah, well, I mean, this game they they did open fairly pass heavy though. They did. I, maybe, I felt maybe, like they were running on on. I think they had down. a couple of run heavy drives. Right. I think that's because so it, it's kind of an illusion because they they started the year win and under center. They started the year passing a lot in under center, but they gradually did. over the past few weeks, when they've been in under center, they've been running more within that formation. So mm-hmm. when you don't see a lot of under center play actions, it kind of gives the illusion that they're being super run heavy, even when they're not, because they're just spending more snaps and gun and pistol. And they're just saying like, Gino, just go be a drop back passer and just get it to him, which he Cop does for up. the most part. So it, it, it gives an illusion of it. But that said, their early down pass rate through the first three quarters was like 65% this game. Okay. Well, 
that shows but, them anecdotally i'm a very unreliable person but anyway well, same because i was like oh this probably feels like a 55 45 game 50 50 game maybe even mm. and i checked it and i was like oh wow um another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They're actually anyway, passing a lot. So it's just it's the under center runs. Yeah. But regardless, that drive where it's like, okay, we're sort of, it's a one score game, only three point lead. And then they open uh five they go, they go five passes down the field they, they mix in a bit of tempo they throw it off cornerbacks um gino said it that that it was a lot of cover zero in the get the game in general and i think one of them was cover zero beta he said he, they got like 20 plus snaps of cover zero which again is what you get with uh don wink martindale indeed but um it is don right don yeah yeah don um that's so cool having the name Don and then going, now nah, you know what? That's that's a cool name, but I'm gonna go by Wink. Like, yeah. He's kind of aced it there. Good job. Anyway. Well, it gives drives... him some flexibility because in some circles he can go by Don, and I'm sure it works. In other circles, you know, Wink. And I'm sure that that's done a lot for him. And the, even know? Coach Martindale. I mean, Martindale's a great surname. That's yeah. No, very distinguished. He's got the trifecta. Yeah. And he's got good blitz packages. So yeah, I mean, he's got a lot. He's got a he's got a lot of good packages going for him. There you go. Name so, and blitz. The drive where they go five straight passes. Um, that was baller, and it ends with the double move to lock it after they've sucked up the cornerbacks yeah. and they've hit it underneath, and they're like, "We'll throw another hitch or comeback or something at you. Are you gonna do anything?" And then psych, and yeah. it was cool after the game. Gino described how Lockett saw the corner was playing squat technique on him. So it gave Gino a hand signal for their double move play, for a double move play they have. And Gino was like, yeah. And then perfect throw, beautiful spiral. Yeah. And Lockett catches the touchdown, redemption. Seahawks step on the throats and all's well that ends well. Yeah. The So on that on that note, you know, the, the, the deep balls, especially down the sideline, they are happening so frequently now that I'm no longer like, remarking like oh my gosh are they going to be a, can they access the sideline now like it's just something you are no longer surprised by it's just you, the thing you've that moved it's just out a, of the concern you, you've moved, moved out, out of the concern, concern. it's just the thing the that comfort. they do it's just the thing that they do now yeah um they've done it to dk to goodwin and tyler lockett so um and that's all very again good stuff. if you go back to the west virginia stuff gino could sling it deep oh yeah you yeah. could sling it deep so it it's, it's very cool yeah very very as, cool especially as the protection you know part of it is that you know we're so used to those those deep side sideline balls coming in a certain way right with russell wilson for so long so this is you move out of ball. right you move out of that world into something kind of a little bit more conventional you know when and how they come and what they look like but it's just hit him when, when you do when you do sling it out there hit him and he's I mean, he was perfect today throwing those sideline balls, you know? So, um, yeah, good stuff. 
So I want to talk about like this being a big victory in terms of like Pete Carroll's post-game press conference because he was exuberant. I mean, yeah, they're top of the NFC West. I think there's a good vibe around the team. But like Pete is saying, uh, on the Seahawks playstyle, look at how we're playing. We look like how we used to look, referring back to the Legion of Boom era. And the stadium is rocking like it used to rock. And we're playing the kind of football that gives us the chance to win every time we go out, which, I mean... That's, I don't think he felt they were doing that in 2021, for instance. Um, 20, he also said on the 2022 Seahawks, it's happening and I'm really excited about it. We're just getting warmed up. We're right in the middle of it all and we've got a long ways to go. Um, exciting. And then he called out the haters. <laughs> he, he went even further than, than other comments and he said... Uh, all the people that doubt like you, referring to Greg Bell, who uh, it was because Greg asked the question, but I think he was sort of joking with all the reporters in the room. He said, uh, he's like, like you, you're losing it. You know, we run the ball too much. You know, we don't understand football. You know, you can't stay up with a new game and all that kind of stuff. That's a bunch of crap. I'm telling you, because look, we're doing fine. We're all right. So I don't mind proving it day in and day yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. And yep. the, the vibes around the team are very, very positive. Yeah, and winning does that. But it's th this team definitely has its own special character to it. That even if they keep say ninety nine percent of the roster for next year, the, they'll they'll take on like a different form, a different mentality, right? Like yeah. th th this 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 year for this team, with how they got to this point, will definitely be its own thing. And something you probably can't relive, you know? Um, yeah, Pete described like, them as special, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, it's cool. Like they've they they've rallied around Gino, but then Gino's also clearly not someone that needs rallied around per se. So it's like he's giving that energy right back, and uh, like you see him on the side, like like not to infer too much because I'm sure we have no idea what the dynamics of the relationships are because we can't hear what they're saying. We don't know what they do during the work week, you know, and like we can't hear the conversations most of them anyway. But just from what we can observe on the sideline, like he's clearly like a a hardened vet quarterback presence who can talk up the whole sideline. You can like, tell that they're they buy into his, it, you know. His conversation with um D. Eskridge and Gino referenced that after in his press conference as well, where he he says how he, you know, D takes things really hard and he wants to be right. And I, I actually wonder, you know, if there's a uh, element of him trying too hard at times, which would explain yeah. some of his errors, right? You know, trying to force right. it a bit too much and not being loose out there. But Gino says about being that guy who, you know, was supporting D and, and talking him through it. He also went over to Tyler Lockett after Lockett's drop. And yeah, I, I think that speaks to that. And Carol described Gino as the real deal in his post-game press conference. And you can't really argue with that. I mean, this should have been... I mean, we've already said it, but this should have been like uh, a three, possibly four touchdown game for Gino. I, I know yeah. football's full of if, buts, and maybes, but this was a very... Well, uh, not if, buts, and maybes. That's not how the saying goes. Sorry to cut you off. The oh, saying oh, goes, no, if no, you remember, no. yeah, fine. if if and buts were candy nuts, we'd all be snacking like kings. That's how everyone says it. Mm. Maybe they do it differently in England, but here, that's what people say. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 fine, fine. Um, absolutely necessary. Thank you. 